You're very welcome along to the Brian and Kieran Warfield podcast, the ramblings of two Irish balladeers, featuring Brian Warfield of the fierce and mighty Wolf Tones and his son Kieran, that's me, of the band Catalpa and also of the bandwagon bus Dublin's only musical ballad tour on wheels. So sit back, relax, grab a tea, coffee, beer or wine or whatever takes your fancy as we go rambling through life's misty foggy dew, through stories, songs, history, politics, life on the road and just a general bit of crack.
There we go, and that's the beautiful song, The Banks of the Ohio, the sixth song on the Up the Rebels album, and a beautiful folk song um, that I think was, Tommy probably heard Joan Bays play for us, did he? Well, yeah, it's one of the songs that Tommy brought to the band, and uh, he was singing a lot of that uh, American folk uh, songs uh, before he joined the Wolf Tones, and uh, we were kind of more focused on Ireland and Irish music. But uh, he was still converted, <laughs> and uh, but anyhow, the, the 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 banks of the Ohio, you know, has its roots in Ireland, and there are many many other versions of the song, both in Ireland and Scotland. So it's not uh, not totally an American song, but the story and the drowning and uh, of the loved one in the in the um, in the river is uh, an old tale and an old folk tale. The murder. Murder, murder, <laughs> yeah, drowning by murder. You love a good like, murder. Yeah, we did a, we we did a, another song um, which had the same theme, you might say, or similar, and that was uh, the Colleen Bond. And the Colleen Bond's an absolute fantastic song. It's about uh, you know the the old story of Scanlan. Uh, 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 well, he was like uh, Conan, the, the young lady into. Uh, a marriage that didn't really take place. He had one of his friends act as a, act as a priest. He married a girl and took her took her uh, uh, virginity and ran away with her. And uh, he, you know, ready to discard her, and he drowned her in the Shannon River. And the funny thing about it was that uh, when he drowned the Colleen Bond in the Shannon. Um, the man, his name is Scanlon, but the guy, the, guy, the, the, the liar that uh, that uh, pr- uh, that was his uh, liar for the uh, on the case was uh, Daniel O'Connell, and Daniel O'Connell was uh, Scanlon's liar, liar. So th- that was an interesting fact about uh, the Colleen Bond. Now, the, many movies and all were made about the Colleen Bond. One, you know, the story goes. I think they brought it to Killarney. And uh, the lakes of Killarney and all that, and they have a rock there called the Colleen Bond Rock, but it didn't play, take place there. It was on the Shannon. I remember you bringing us out there as uh, on a rowboat, I think. Yeah, uh, in the Killarney, uh, very yeah, long time ago. Colleen Bond Rock, but yeah. it was, they actually made a movie there in in Killarney, and they used that rock as uh, I think it was an old silent movie. It was many many silent movies. Um, Made in Ireland, and uh, you know, before the the big production got here and got into Hollywood and everything else like that, the Irish were very involved in movie making. Very good. Yeah. So yeah. the Colleen Bomb was a movie and a great movie at the time. Uh, I guess back in the twenties or thirties. I don't remember it now. But other artists that have covered the the banks of the Ohio would be Johnny Cash, Livery Newton John. Um, who else? Pete, Pete Seeger, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. They did a version of it. And the Wolf Tones as well. Yeah, well, we were there probably first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was looking up about the Ohio River because I was looking to see if it was a real river, and it is a real river. Of course it <laughs> yeah. is, yeah, and a big river. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1,580 kilometres long, and I was looking, I was saying, the longest river in Ireland and in the British Isles is... is Shannon. It's the Shannon, yeah. But that's only like 350 kilometres long and we think it's huge. <laughs> like, you know. And I think, does, am I right in saying that the Ohio flows into the Mississippi? It's a, 
tributary I, I think, of the... I think that's quite true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think that's quite true. Um, it's a huge river, obviously, and, um, you know, it was... Um, it's well um, embedded in American folklore mm. and uh, the stories of the West and the stories of uh, of the Irish in America, of course, which... Uh, which they were everywhere. Yeah. And one thing, actually, I have to ask you, I was reading a thing that said that the look of the Irish was originally a derogatory term to- towards Irish. It wasn't. For the bad look that we had. No, it was to do with the gold rush, that when the Irish emigrated to America for the famine, yeah, during the famine or the Holocaust or whatever way you want to call it, um, they went to work on the gold rush, you know, the they headed west or wherever to where the gold rush are up to Canada, yeah. and th- th- this may be maybe harsh, yeah. but uh, they when they got there, they they worked so hard in the mines or in digging that they found a lot of gold. Um, but the Americans didn't like them. They were working doubly harder to get money to save their their families and get their families out yeah, from yeah, from across. Yeah. So whenever the Someone had that they said, Oh, that's the look of the Irish because they'd find gold, but that's only because they worked twice as hard, very, as, very hard. Uh, as the as the American uh, it, it miners. It could be true, you know. Well, yeah. well, you're talking about the first gold rush, which would be in the Californian gold rush, yeah, in the 1840s. So it was just uh, just at the time of the great uh, Irish Paddy works on the railway, yeah, yeah, in 1845, the beginning yeah. of the famine, 1846, yeah. 47, 48, 49. 50, you know, 52. But it came from a book that actually was some professor that did research and he had in the book that was from the early 1900s. So yeah, well, it, it must, it's, must have some sort of truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, you know, the Irish are huge in folklore in America. And of course, they they, they were there at the beginnings. And, you know, the, that's why there's like 60 odd, 66 million people, Irish people, Irish heritage in America. And it's uh, there's it's more their Irish people outside of Ireland than there is in Ireland. Of course, there is yeah. even more Irish people in England than yeah. there is in Ireland. There's six million uh, Irish in England, except for Declan Rice and uh, <laughs> Jack Grealish. Well, they, we count them in, <laughs> but they, you know, I do you know something? I, I really believe this. You know, when when Liam Toohey was manager, uh, when um, Han was my own Han was manager. All the managers, right up to Jackie Charlton, he, they all played the Wolf Tones. Yeah. And it was played on the bus every match they ever played. And we brought out CDs to every English player that was there, yeah. uh, English, yeah. of English birth. Yeah. And I, I brought them all down. Uh, I met them every time they come over here, brought them CDs. And by the time uh, they were finished, they were Irish. Yeah. And they knew the Irish story. Yeah. Now, I think... Uh, some of the co- uh, cohorts were in the FIA. I didn't like the fact that uh, the Republican band or whatever. I don't uh, think it was within the F. I, I think it was a certain manager that stopped it. Yeah, so I hear, but I, I, I uh, wouldn't be totally, totally true. Um, well, like I heard it from good source. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, they, they, they stopped it. They stopped the uh, uh, the idea of. Uh, Embedding the wolf tones into the bus and and because uh, Jack Charlie used to play what was it as they were coming into the stadium I remember watching it on a thing um, so nation once again or one of those songs yeah, or, yeah 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 well that 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 tradition was going on for years and you know all the lads whether it be English born Irish or Irish born Irish 
it gave them all that uh, feeling of being Irish and yeah. we're on the one road, the nation once again. And I remember Liam Toohey when we were in Paris. And, uh, That's said, a great photograph of his yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, the leave to every so often, like we're we're in the hotel back there. We're at the winning, and he says, "Now, he says, with the tones, we all stand up, and we all stand up, and we sing a verse of the nation once again." So right during the whole evening, <laughs> it'd be every twenty minutes or half hour. Now, lads, let's all stand up with the tones, and we sing a nation once again. Let them all know where we're from, and. You know, there was that great spirit yeah. of, of being Irish. And, you know, when they went out to the field, they they were pumped up and ready to go. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's an important thing. Music is very important in um, establishing an entity, our identity, and uh, going out there to face uh, whatever the, the the opposition would be. Yeah. And music, music is hugely important in everybody's lives. I've seen that now through COVID. Like, you know, even we were on the bandwagon there on Saturday and we had a group of lads up from Cork, from the Friars Tavern in Cork. And there was seven of them on board and they were just absolutely great crack, like, you know, and they just loved the fact they didn't want it, they wouldn't get off the bus. So we had to do them a, a couple of songs before they got off the bus. But just great crack and great just to see them smiling, singing along and, you know, yeah, yeah. and having it's, the crack, you know. I tell you, lads and lassies out there, it's a great experience. Yeah. You've got to get on the bus. It's really, really fantastic. But, but from my point of view, I love it. Like, it's even yeah. just doing it, like, no uh, tour is ever the same, like, you know, because... All you see Dublin different. and you have the crack there but, but I, I have to say like when we were, we were driving around by because um, I'm still in because we, we can't get any guidance on whether we're allowed the bus or not and no one will I've asked everywhere no one will give me an honest uh, well I straight, saw the straight, hop on hop off the other day as well. oh yeah yeah but we were driving past uh, we're down to Phoenix Park and we normally stop at the Pope's Cross there because there's toilets there yeah we stopped there for five minutes or ten minutes. And people get off, take pictures or whatever. And uh, when we hopped back on, we went around by Aris and looked around. There must have been about 30 police outside, guards outside of the uh, uh, Aris and Uchtaran because the protest that was going on in town for the oh, yeah, yeah. An- anti-vaccinations, or no, the Freedom March, as they call it. So as we are going past, we were doing crazy world from Aslan because the lads had asked for crazy world and, and you see these 20 policemen looking up to see this bus going past with all the lads jumping up and down going crazy world. Crazy, right? It was brilliant. Like, it was just a, a funny moment in time, like, you know, with, yeah. with what's happening and everything, like, you know. The spontaneity of the arts, that's what it is. Yeah, it was great crack. We had a, a young fella, Steve, our, our banjo player, got caught in traffic. There was a crash in the M50, so he his GPS thing was telling him he was going to be an Aaron Forty getting to us. I said, "You won't make it. We'll be gone." Mm-hmm. So it was another young lad that uh, we'd met uh, last second uh, of January when we did a live show on the internet up in Beach Park Studio. Remember the place where you recorded before? Mm-hmm. And he had played before. So he's a sort of a folky singer. He was very Bob Dylanish. Uh, plays harmonica as well, but writes all his own songs. He was absolutely brilliant. So I invited him on come along on the bus because he'd seen us in town two weeks ago. And he mentioned, he said, i seen you in town, so, so come on along. So just turned out he was going into town busking and he brought his guitar along. So I had asked Katrina to bring my banjo along. Mm. So we all just started jamming and he was doing songs that we don't know, like that uh, Mary Wallopers song that was originally done by Hamish Imlock. Do you remember him? Yeah, Hamish Imlock, yeah. yeah. And uh, the Mary Wallace sort of made a, 
a career for themselves out of his, a bit like Nathan Carter with Wagon Wheel, you know, they've uh, they've gone from nobody knowing them to to everybody knowing them and fair play and they're selling out across. And I'd never played that song before and Keenan started playing it, gave me the few cards and we just went off and jammed. It was just brilliant, Good you know. Crack. Yeah, it was just like you know being back in a pub without the pub. Yeah, uh, but it was lovely just to be playing something different and and uh, really really enjoyed it. And I have to say, the year and a half went too quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, like you know. But it's great going around the city and seeing the smiles on people's faces as they're looking up because people ha- haven't heard music and the first look that you that they do is bewilderment because they're seeing this bus come past and this noise coming out of it like mm-hmm. you know so uh, it was great crack um, not out next weekend because uh, it's bank holiday in Dublin sort of empties at bank holiday so but the one thing I did notice was there's a huge amount of tourists back around Dublin yeah yeah uh, there yeah. was definitely a lot more not a huge amount a I know hu- but compared, it's open, Europe yeah. has opened up now with yeah. the, if you have the COVID but there was a, a lot of Italians yeah, and Spanish yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know and English walking around it was, yeah. it was it was it was a nice vibe in the city I didn't I missed the march I had a couple of points in uh, do you remember that pub that we went to before the Kerry All-Ireland final oh yes yeah, yeah Brannigan's yeah. remember the one around the corner yeah, from yeah. the fashion box went in yeah. there well it didn't go in I was sitting outside yeah uh, and just had a few points afterwards and just relaxed but I, nice. I, I missed all the the protests we must have left before it went to, went to, went along I'm glad I missed it now quick question for you dad uh, Kieran Keegan has asked me a few weeks ago now and because you've been away and oh, sorry you yeah <laughs> you, I was away yeah you've been away uh, he asked about the song The Merman who played the harmonica on the song yeah and I can't remember his name yeah but, wasn't uh, you? I said it might have been you because you used to play the harmonica. No, yeah, didn't you? yeah, no, no. We got a badly. We, we got <laughs> we got a harmonica player in. Yeah, and he, he was an excellent player. He played on a lot of. Uh, he was uh, played on a lot of um, you know session yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, and he he was paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he was an excellent uh, harmonica any, player. It wasn't in. any of yeah, you yeah. anyway. And then the other question I got asked was from a guy called James Pierce who had emailed the show before and uh, James had asked uh, about the B-side singles. He said that uh, the song Deportees was on the B-side of Rock On, Rock All. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Some great B-sides and, uh, you know, it's... I think uh, the Deportees was a fantastic song. Yeah, it is a great song. And uh, it was based on, the, you know, the the people being deported from uh, America after they had taken in the harvest. Yeah. Mexicans. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think Tommy was the first with that song and uh, we brought it to the world uh, because it was kind of forgotten, even in America, because it was uh, contentious over there, the fact that uh, there were wetbacks, as they called them. And uh, there's still, you know, there's a lot of animosity towards people coming over the border from Mexico and um, it's still there today we saw it during the Trump era and everything else like that so it was a song and a protest song you know um, uh, in a way that in the way that uh, the Mexican uh, harvest workers were being treated yeah and it, it was like they didn't care it was like Mexican lives didn't matter yeah, yeah. and and uh, that's that's uh, it's a, it's it's a great song. I I still get requested for 
that to sing that out of you know gigs. Yeah, you know? yeah. Quite I, often now, not just uh, once or twice, like quite quite often. Yeah. Well, I think we we brought it to uh, the Irish scene anyhow, and I know many many of the people recorded it after we recorded it, but it it was kind of a no no song in America. Yeah. So another first for the Wolf Tones. It was, uh, no doubt about that. I just uh, have you any more questions there before? I... No, dear. Dear one, well, you obviously mentioned this town is not our own, uh, which yeah, uh, and the Collian Bon, the Collian Bon, which I mentioned earlier there yeah. about the the drowning of uh, the Collian Bon in in the Shannon. Now that that was a huge, huge story. Yeah, back in the eighteen forties, I, I think it was eighteen just before it would have been about eighteen thirty five or thirty six. Yeah, and uh, that that was a huge story about. Uh, about this young lady um, drowned, and she was of poor circumstances. Mm. But uh, the the guy Scanlon was kind of, um, I think his people were kind of middlemen, right? Uh, Squireians, as they called them, and uh, they um, it was him that conned her into the false marriage, and then decided uh, that if he got caught, he the best to do, thing to do was to get rid of her. Right, and it, it, she she was put into the river with a, a sack and stones, and uh, wow. funny enough, she was washed up at the side of the river and found. And uh, after that, the case went on. Daniel O'Connell was the man that uh, um, defended uh, Michael Scanlon, uh, the 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 murderer. So it's it's a great story. You could yeah. read it. Uh, you know, there's many versions of that story, but uh, that's the real story. Yeah, same team. Someone killing. What's the wheelie wheelie wada? Where did that <laughs> come from? Like it's only the Irish people could celebrate a murder in a song. Like you know, murders. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apart from the fellas like Scanlans, who would have been a, a middleman or a you know um, a squareian as they call them. Um, but apart from that, like. Um, the average guy that might be hung uh, for various things and uh, it, it was a hero. And if he died, like you know, the night before that, he was stretched, was an example of that. Yeah, that's a great song as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, where they're singing about, you know, the night before, before Larry, Larry was, was stretched. stretched. <laughs> it is a great song. Yeah, and you know, I love the talking that comes and, in at the end, you know. Yeah. At the, and they, they talk, you see, they talk about. Um, it was important for anybody who was being hung yeah. uh, to die in a manly way. Right. Not to be squeamish or anything like that and be brave and bold about it. Yeah. Come on, yeah. hang me if you like, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of attitude. And, and uh, you know, the people used to say, yeah, he died. He died, uh, died well. Yeah. You know? And... Uh, and that was important to people, like people would talk about them. They normally became heroes, like, and heroes of song mm. uh, after that. So that, uh, you know, we do have lots of songs about yeah, <laughs> just being home. There was a lot of fellas home, I can tell you that. <laughs> what about uh, the other one you used to, Little Jimmy Murphy? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was home for sheep stealing. <laughs> yeah, and Little Jimmy, Jimmy Murphy. That's another great song. For sheep stealing. What a curtain of a pretty girl, and her name was Nancy Whalen. So, yeah, there's all those hanging songs, and uh, we used to have one before. Uh, hangman, hangman, what was this? 
Yeah, I can't remember it, but it was, a, it was a very funny song, you know. Just before the hangman is ready to pull the nose, or pull, pull tra- the trap door, yeah. his reprieve comes. Yeah. Was it an Irish song, yeah? Yeah, really, yeah, it was an Irish song. And did you record it? No, no we never. It's never, just one no, you did no. on a show, was it? It was a terrible melody to it. I always <laughs> remember that. One of our friends used to sing it at sessions, so like... Uh, and then there was another one, the Twang Man, you know. Oh yeah, another Twang Man. Yeah, yeah. And we used to, we used to hang around uh, with a guy who was probably first with the Twang Man in Dublin, and he used to sing it all the time. And we called him the Twang Man because of the song. Because he sang. of the song, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I just want to mention today, a very very sad day today. Um, a good friend of mine, Hugh Travers, you know, his his grandson died. At uh, two and a half years oh, yeah, very of sad. age, he had a brain tumor, and uh, they took one away and then found another. And about three months ago, he was given four months to live, and uh, he never made the four months, but died uh, there just on Saturday. And uh, it was very traumatic for me. Uh, I went to see him today in a little white coffin. Uh, Fair play, Joe. I don't think I could do that. that yeah, I, I really don't. Think, yeah. I had to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, the little lad looked like an angel. Oh, I know. Yeah. And uh, I would find that he is an angel really in heaven, hard, yeah. um, because like he's only taken it two and a half years. But a brave, brave young man. He, a brave young fellow. He, he never cried during the whole uh, series of operations and everything else like that that he had. He was a very knowledgeable and uh, and a very uh, articulate uh, young man. And a, a very, very clever little fella. And, uh, of course, I have loads of photographs of, of him and everything else like that. But uh, it really hurt my heart. Uh, so I just went down to the family today. And he's been buried tomorrow um, after Mass in Clondalk. And so it's Rocco Travers. Rocco. i seen a picture, a little picture of him dressed up in the Garda suit. And, yeah, in the Garda uh, suit. Uh, yeah, on yeah. Uh, Facebook, someone put That's it up funny. We, we, we were away, we sat here, we away, we went away for a week uh, to Turkey. And we got a, Huey got a, a suit made for him for Christmas. And uh, the suit was like 250 quid. I mean, we were really stung. <laughs> so the guy running the shop, I said, what, what will it take uh, for, to make a shirt for him for the, for the suit, oh, give me fifty. He says fifty for the fifty for the uh, the shirt and a dicky bow and uh, two fifty for Huey <laughs> Bosch. You should have got it in what's his name, Louis Copeland for that. <laughs> I know we were stung. Ronnie, how you know? We, we in Turkey, you probably buy ten suits in Turkey <laughs> for that price. We are, we are caught in the moment. Let's put it that way. Ah, well, sure, look for it. little Rocco and um, his mom Claire. Um, we do grieve with you and we do feel awful uh, for the whole family and, and what a terrible, terrible tragedy it was for this young. I mean, it was perfect last Christmas. You, don't, uh, you know, uh, he, he got dizzy and, and uh, he went to hospital and they found this tumour and then there was another, they took that away and they, there was another one then. They couldn't take it away without damaging the brain and then... There was another one found then on his spine, and uh, he didn't last too long. But a great fight, and always will be remembered 
our little Rocco, yeah. Rocco, my good friend. And we play out with the big strong man. I think that'll be appropriate. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, it's a great little yeah. fella. Uh, it's, yeah. it's such a bad day. It's such a sad day, a down day. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <sighs> Where do we go after that? I know. Dad? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 know, I didn't want to depress everybody, but um, you know, I just wanted to share with you how lucky we are that our grandsons and indeed our children. That's the fragility of life. It's going to be taken yeah. away so quickly. Like you look at that young man that uh, died in the car crash down and um, he was actually playing in the Ulster final for Monaghan. Yeah. Uh, Ogie uh, was his nickname. How sad is yeah. life. Sad. He was only 19 after winning the winning the Ulster Championship for his county, like, you know, and then that yeah. evening. Phelan was telling me he passed the crash on the way back because he was up in... Derry uh, doing the commentating for Shamrock Rovers um, oh, yeah, yeah. audio visual um, yeah. and he uh, he passed it he said he had to do a detour around it you know he said it was really very very bad crash now he said he's so anyway well obviously you know when you have uh, God uh, you know there's such tragic things around and uh, we're all lucky and Blessed. Yeah, we give out about the little things in life, you know, work and other things. Yeah. But, you know, we should, Enjoy your life yeah. while you have it. Yeah. And, and live every day as if it's your last. As if, as if it's your last. Someday you'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. And the pubs are reopening today, Dad. You can drink a pint inside if you want. Yeah, I, did, I didn't bother. Uh, as I said, I spent the afternoon over with uh, the family. Uh, so maybe I'll get to partake... Um, Will you will you go inside or will you stay outside? Uh depending on the weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, judging by what we're looking out there now, it looks like we're going to get a thunderstorm or or something. Yeah, that be was terrible. Yeah. Lulu, Muslim, yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's down in Cork. There was a thunderstorm down in Cork. There just was. I have yeah, a thunderstorm yeah. app. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> just in case I need it, I don't know why I just uploaded it. I don't know why. Anyway, I'm off uh, for a few days holidays um going away on thursday heading to carlingford my favorite spot for a few days and then i'm thinking of driving the wild atlantic way uh, yeah that'd be nice yeah. well you've probably done it all by by playing it but oh, not all did. in one go they didn't call it that. <laughs> but but i looked at it you know and i couldn't believe it's two and a half thousand kilometers in length the wild atlantic way Wow. If you it's that's driving along from the Inishon Peninsula in Donegal to the down to Kinsale and Cork, it's two and a half thousand kilometers in length. If you drive to along the outer, you know, the, the roads, outer rim of the yeah. of Ireland, yeah, and it's the longest on earth driving route on earth. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, this is what the Wild Atlantic are <laughs> saying, so you'd have to believe them. Uh, it passes through nine nine counties, yeah. so there you go. So. I said, I won't be down two and a half thousand kilometres. <laughs> no, you, bit by bit is the yeah. way to do that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. After a while, you know, you'd be fed up driving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like two and a half thousand is too much. Like yeah, yeah. Even, absolutely. Even 300 is too many when you're on holidays. And uh, I was talking to Gary O'Connor, met him for lunch today, and Gary asked me, he says, where in Galway is a good hotel to, to, uh, to go to? Because he wants to go away, you know, for a couple of days. And I said, uh, the Glenlow was a lovely hotel. He looked up the price. It was yeah. 800 for the two nights. Yeah, he, said, yeah. he says, I don't think I'll go there. So I, I, I put him up uh, to where Chuck Forbo is, 
used to oh, be yeah, yeah, the, the, the Connemara Coast. Coast and, it looked, yeah, yeah. and it looks incredible, I have to say. I looked at it again on yeah, when, I, when yeah. I went back. It looks absolutely Well, incredible. I haven't been there so, uh, well since it was just It's such a beautiful spot out there, like yeah, all, all yeah. out there. Um, so, Galway races started this week. Yeah, Galway the, races without music is just not the same. Yeah, yeah. But, well, nothing's been the same for the past year and a half yeah. or more. But uh, I'm sure they'll have outside music, like, you, I know the buskers will be there on the outside, but yeah. there's not the crowd there. I mean, like you know, the people, the buskers depend on crowds. Yeah. You know, and uh, if they're not there, sure, you know, they're not making their shit. And they still make money because I seen one of the lads the bus around Dublin. He was down in Galway, and he seemed to be doing all right. Yeah, so, well, so. maybe, maybe, maybe. So and then the puck, he, the puck fair is on this month as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, that was one of our first when we when we were. Um, only beginning, we, we took a trip around Ireland and um, collecting songs and stuff as you do. and uh, Drinking porter. And drinking porter whenever you could get it. And if you could afford it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're singing a song in a pub, it's easy to get drinking. I know, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we, we used to go around and we, we stayed, I think, in Ballybunion. And we stayed in... Uh, the the hotel or the pub there that was owned by um um what's God is I'm I'm lost now in the thing there but um yeah we made our way throughout Ireland and we made our way down to Killarney and uh, down in Killarney um we were spotted by a television company from um from Canada and they were making a documentary in Ireland so. We brought them over to Puck Fair, and there was a, a, a singer who was probably a big star in uh, Canada at the time, mm. and he, he was kind of a country singer. But uh, for the for the show, he was doing bits of pieces of Irish stuff and all that kind of thing. But I remember he had a white suit on. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Logan type guy yeah. <laughs> before yeah. Johnny Logan. Yeah, he had a white suit on. And, uh, you know, they got him a donkey and cart. <laughs> Lovely. That's look, <laughs> Paddy Waggery at its best. And if you ever saw, if you ever saw uh, Cologne on, on a fair day, the streets are full of cow shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just rambling down the streets, like in, uh, down to the bridge there. And George Murray was his name. Yeah. And George comes up in the horse and cart, or the donkey and cart, and suit. he's in the front, and he's singing, trotting to the fair, me, I'm all Maloney. Me, me and shit everywhere. <laughs> Next of all, one of the cows swishes his tail and puts brown spots all over his white suit. Lovely. See, cows are smart. <laughs> so, well, a nice white suit became a spotted brown suit. Nice. Polka dots, brown polka, polka dots. dots. <laughs> but, uh, Just one of those things that happen now. Okay? A certain aroma. Yeah, but they, they paid us then. We took them around and we, we became part of the, of the documentary then. Did you get a white sang, suit? Uh, no, we didn't ever <laughs> own the white suit. But we, um, we sang a puff fair for one of the songs, I can't remember. And then we went to the Brazen Head and we filmed there. And we became great friends and we brought them up to our house in uh, in Bluebell there and we had a little party for the 
for the uh, the group of Canadians that were over. There's only about five or six of them. Mm. And uh, we had a little party. And I remember uh, we bought all the beer. You see how the, we'd made loads of money on that trip. Yeah. But we, we bought all the beer. And I was there because I, I was like underage. I was like uh, 17 or 16 or whatever. Uh, you weren't allowed to drink 18 years of it. And it probably wasn't in then, was it? You could drink from... <laughs> No, well, they they were glad to give it to me. Yeah. But anyhow, um, so we're there, and my father was a barman, and he kept going, here you are, boss, another one. Here you are, boss, another one. He kept feeding the the, the Canadians, anyhow, like it was over. Yeah. And I hardly got a beer all night. <laughs> and I, next morning I was slacking, I said, as long as I get to hear it all night, was, yeah, yeah, boss, another one. Here you are, boss. Is that how you got his nickname? So we christened him, yeah, boss. <laughs> I always wondered how you got that name. Yeah. There you go. It was over that. That's because I didn't get a drink. Every day is a school day. And the puck fair, for anyone that doesn't know, is what, Dad? Tell them what the puck fair is. Well, it's a market fair. It's a... Well, what do they do? What is the... Well, puck is the, the puck goat. Yeah. And they go up every year up to the mountains. To, he's made king for the three days of the festival. Yeah. And he's made king of the festival. The puck is. He's a... He's put up on a big, huge pedestal, which is of great height. Yeah. And it's in a kind of a cage there. And he's fed like a king. What about if he suffers from vertigo? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't... He, he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get, get a choice, does He's three days stuck up there with vertigo. He gets fed all the best food in the world. He gets carrots. He gets all his good stuff. He probably gets beer and everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, keep him happy up while he's up there. And uh, Probably traumatised by the time he comes back. <laughs> after three days, he's taken down, he's drunk and he can hardly walk. Now, now you'd have all the animal rights PC brigade <laughs> coming after you. Do they still do it? Do they still put him up but on a pedestal? Of course they do. Like, yeah. it it's go, goes back, like, thousands I, of I years. I doubt you get away with it today. You'd have all those animal oh, rights. I, I think that all oh, that stuff is ridiculous, you know. That's, the PC uh, brigade... No, it's a, like you can take it so far, but uh, a PC is is not for me. Tradition, I'm a traditionalist. Um, you know, if you yes. want to, some things so, are taken too far now. Yeah, with the way they. Well, I don't believe in cruelty, but at the no, same no, time, no, 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 not cruelty. Time, yeah. putting, putting the puck up there was not cruel. He got fed like a king. Yeah. Well, I was watching um, reeling in the ears there, and it was back just before I came up. And Christy Moore came on with uh, Don't Forget Your Shovel When You Want To Go To Work. Yeah. And in the video, he's got the shovel out and he's out in sight. And there's a couple of boys with him. And they're all in the Jesus sandals. <laughs> I was like, you'd never get away with that on site. They were digging, like, you know, they were actually people on the site, like, you know, on a working site. I think they As, were Christy's... Uh, um, no, no, they, they, these lads were all, like, you could see them in the background. They were genuinely, genuinely construction well, I workers. I can't see a guy allowed on the site with his not, sandals. Not, not now. But no, back hard, then, hard then because it, it, it was a big help. Actually, there was no, that was no. Uh, of course, it was. Yeah, uh, I worked at buildings in England. You know, I I, I worked with you in Lucan when you were or not <laughs> when you're in Newcastle when you were building your house. I don't remember too many uh, health and safety uh, rules being adhered to. Yeah, well, but I got me jam sandwiches. That's all that mattered. Go. Yeah, and uh, another thing that uh, I didn't know, um, I was looking up. Uh, queer things about Ireland like you know and you know the way you were saying about uh, Ireland being so musical and obviously the harp being like most people would would um, would see 
the shamrock is the symbol of Ireland. You, you know, most you know because Aer Lingus has it. You know, so it's a, it's it's just one of the uh, well, it's it's yeah. the, the bigger symbol, but really, like the harp is the the biggest symbol of, of Ireland, and we're the only country that has a a musical instrument. A musical yeah, instrument. Yeah. I th- I think that started back in Elizabeth's time or before, and um, the harp. Uh, when they consolidated Ireland into the flag, uh, they took the flag, uh, the harp in. And you know, the harp, the shamrock, green, white, and gold. Do you know? Have you ever been to see the oldest harp in existence? Uh, the oldest harp in Ireland, or the in existence in the world? No, I can't say I did. It's housed in Trinity College. Not the Brian Brew. No, it dates back from the 1300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was... This, I don't think it's Brian Brew harp. Yeah, yeah there's old, older there's older pieces of harp. The, the, the doll something harp. Doll Getty harp or something. Um, oh, this is a full harp, though. Yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah. there's, there's fragments. 1300, though. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is, yeah. yeah. And that's what Guinness is used for their... Uh, symbol, yeah, to yeah. use that harp. That's yeah. good marketing. In fairness, <laughs> you know, it was good marketing for for a fella that didn't, you know, he wasn't wasn't too well liked around Dublin. Yeah, there you go. Well, he, he used the harp, and uh, it's still there. And there's still people visiting the, the grave up there, up at the back of Newcastle. Um, I went for a walk up there during the lockdown, and there's just cans of Guinness left there. Like, you know, Is like, that right? Uh, <laughs> you're drinking his health? It must be, yeah. Leaving full cans of Guinness there. I was like, jeez, yeah. if I wasn't driving now, yeah. <laughs> I'd have a not give it out free from the grave anyhow. Yeah. And then another thing that I was looking up was that uh, the, the, they have the oldest known person in Ireland that they, they, they can date back was 10,500 BC. Mm. And how they were able to date that was there was a, a bone fragment of bone found in a cave in Clare, I think it was somewhere in Clare. Yeah, yeah. And the marks on the bone, it's a bear bone. Uh shows that the bear was uh carved up. Was carved up, yeah. There was mm. you know the marks on it. So mm. that's incredible. I can't believe that it's, it's you know, they we go back that far, like you know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But sure like uh, I think uh, you know humankind um you go back hundreds of thousands of years, you know. Mm. But the history of Ireland, like when you, like well, then the, an ish, the history, but it, there was people probably around uh, before. I don't, you know, the Ice Age came, and I don't know how long we were linked to UK, were we then before the Ice Age? Well, because the Irish Sea is quite shallow. It is, you know, it's, it's known yeah, as a very yeah. shallow sea, um, and that's why you get such when the ice when the ice melted. I mean, all. Created, and then the plates are moving constantly yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we live in a different world. Yeah. And uh, I think I'll go to outer space. <laughs> You're not on about that. I'm going to sign you up with that. Yeah, I'm building my own rocket ship <laughs> at the back here. I'm going to bring you down to the Scientologist now. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> yeah. What's this? Uh, yeah. Dianetics. Isn't that what it is? Dianetics <laughs> or something? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he says uh, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a, a photograph at the back of the moon, and uh, he says you'd never be able to. There's daylight, you know. It's only the front of the moon. He says I'll go at night. <laughs> <laughs> terrible joke. It is a terrible joke. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I need a beer. Okay. Yeah. What way we? 
over 44 minutes that so by the time we play um play out on uh, the big strong man uh, and I might stick a catalpa song in just to yeah we we remember little rocco and your memory will li- live on forever and ever yeah little angel in heaven god bless absolutely all right so we sign off uh, for another week and uh, we'll um, be yeah you'll be around before for yeah. next Monday, won't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll just go back to our routine of uh, Monday evenings p- pints, and I might actually do it in a pub some one of the nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might, yeah right. That's that's a great great idea. Good excuse for a session, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we could invite a few people in. Yeah, the podcast from the pubs from now on, guys. If we were to do it outside, we could do a few tunes outside, couldn't we? Mm. Something to think about. Anyway, anyway. In the meantime, look. For those in Ireland, have a great bank holiday weekend. Is bank holiday over in the UK? No, they have a different bank holiday, don't they? I don't know. Yeah, I think they have a different bank holiday in August. Anyway, for all the Irish people, have a great uh, bank holiday weekend and uh, drive safe because the roads are a bit mad mental at bank holiday weekend. Everyone's trying to get to, to their holiday destination quick or get home quickly. So just slow down. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your weekend. and uh, Be safe. I'm going to see Dublin on Sunday. They're playing Kildare in the Leinster final. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch Kerry, actually, did you? I didn't know, but um, I was talking to my brother-in-law in, in New York, uh, uh, yeah. Ed, and he was watching it. I was actually, at, I had things to do. So. Yeah. Just a very secretive there. That, okay, we leave it at that. So. No, oh, no, that no it wasn't that. Like uh, a, we had, was, and uh, you know, Dublin are, if Dublin beat Kildare, they'd be playing Mayo in the semi-final. Yeah. Mayo, I was glad to see it. They've been knocking on the door for, you know, for years. No, we're not glad to see Mayo. Uh, <laughs> Come on, be a sportsman. I am being a sportsman. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think like I prefer... Is the curse still on them or what? The curse is still, still one of them alive, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. unfortunately for Mayo, yeah. unless they knock them off between this and then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and the other one is uh, Tyrone against Monaghan. So, the winner of that will play Kerry. Yeah. So, Kerry or Tyrone's bogey team. Mm. So, it, what do you think of Cork? Whatever. Cork were very poor. Yeah, very poor. Very, very yeah, poor. Yeah. So, I can't really say, like, it was, you still have to beat what's in front of you. And Dublin were terrible against, uh, against, uh, Mead. You know, they were very poor in the second half, but the game was won in the first half. So, mm. it was a hot day. And you don't, why, why put the effort in? Like, you yeah, know, so, yeah, enough, you know, yeah, yeah. um, so it's, it's it's up in the air. I I think if if it's if it is a Kerry Dublin final, it'll be a great game. Yeah, yeah. would be the old enemies. Yeah, but I think if uh, if it's Kerry Mayo, it'll be a very negative game, and I think Kerry will beat Mayo. You know, I think they'd have too much for Mayo. Anyway, look at uh, we'll sign off Celtic tomorrow. No Wednesday night. Don't forget one all. Um, and if, we've, if we win that, we go on to play the winners of Galatasaray and PSV. So not easy. And PS- so don't, don't let us down there, guys, <laughs> for God's sake. If you don't want to be out of your... P- PSV uh, beat Galatasaray of Turkey 5-1 in the first leg, so they're going to be very tough. Yeah. And, and this season is very important because the winners of the Scottish League go straight into the Champions League, no qualifying next year because, oh, yeah. of, because of the coefficient. So. Anyway, we'll sign off. Uh, and uh, see, talk to you next week. Take care. Bye.
Bye, bye, bye. Have you heard about the big strong man? He lives in a caravan. Have you heard about the Jeffrey Johnson fight? Oh, what a hell of a fight. You could take all the heavyweights you got. We got a lot who can beat the whole lot. He used to ring the bells in the belfry. Now he's gonna fight. Jack Dempsey was me, brother. Silver, what's he got? A row of party medals on his chest. Big chest. He killed 50 Batman in the West. He knows no rest. Bigger than man has fire, don't push, just show. Plenty of room for you and me. He's got an arm, got an arm, like a leg, a lady's leg. And a punch that will sink a battleship. Big ship. It takes all the army and the navy to bond the wind up. Silvestre. Well, he thought he'd take a trip to Italy. He thought that he'd go by sea. He jumped off the harbour in New York. And his swam like a man made of cork. He saw the Lusitania in distress. Well, how do you do? He put the Lusitania on his chest. A big chest! He drank all the water in the sea. He walked all the way to Italy. That was me, brother. Silvestre. What's he got? A row of 40 medals on his chest. A big chest! He killed 50 Batman in the West. He knows no rest. Bigger than a man has fire. Don't push, just show. Plenty of room for you and me. He's got an arm. He's got an arm. Like a lady. And a bunch of apples sink about the ship. A big ship. It takes all the army and the navy. To put the wind up. Silvestre. Well, he thought he'd take a trip to old Japan. They turned out the whole brass band. He played every instrument they got. Like a lad, sure he beat the whole lot. Now the old church bells will ring. Bells, bells. The old church choir will sing. Bells, choir. They all turned out to say farewell to my big brother, Silvest. That was me, brother. Silvest. What's he got? A row of 40 medals on his chest. A big chest. He killed 50 Batman in the West. He knows no rest. Bigger the man has fire. Don't push to show. Plenty of room for you and me. He's got an arm. He's got an arm. Like an egg. A lady's leg. And a bunch that will sink the battleship. A big ship. It takes all the army and the navy. Come out the window. Silvest. See you.